Greetings and welcome back to the Miskawan Health Group Retreat on the Island series on medical wellness on the tropical island of Koh Samui at the Miskawan Luxury Beachfront Villas. And today we're going to talk about insomnia. We've actually asked our audience to give us some suggestions for topics. And one of the topics that was most popular, most requested, was about insomnia. So I thought I'd share with you a little bit about my personal journey in relation to insomnia and how I've dealt with that together with the therapies of Dr. Wesley, my co-founder at Miskawan Health Group. So it goes back to when I was a teenager. I had very bad acne, and the cure for acne in those days, in the 70s, was to take antibiotics. Antibiotics in those days were known as the cure-all, no side effects, nothing could go wrong. But of course, we know differently now. So for about three years, I was on antibiotics full-time. And as we now know, that directly affected my, my gut, my microbiome, to the extent that I probably had almost no gut bacteria for that period of time, which was good for my acne because the acne all cleared up, but very bad for my gut. So during that time, I started to experience sleeplessness. So I was a student going to university and, and, and trying to study and get through. And of course, you needed to have some sleep. Sometimes I would actually be awake the whole night before an exam not really understanding why, because my, my concern about the exams wasn't that much, but I would just struggle to get to sleep. And so I went to see the doctor, and of course, the doctor who gave me the antibiotics gave me sleeping pills, which I took, and uh, that fixed the sleeping problem to some extent, but it really gave me a level of anxiety, which, which wasn't something I was very comfortable with. And so, I can remember going to a university exam one day, and I hadn't been feeling anxious about the exams until taking the sleeping pills. And that day, all I could remember was trying as best as I possibly could to stay in that exam. I knew the material, I knew how to write the answers to the questions, and I forced myself to stay in the exam and finish it off, and I did, because otherwise it would have meant repeating the whole subject and wasting another six months. So I, I started to think to myself, what is going on with me? And so, you know, this was, as I mentioned in the 70s, not too much was known about gut health. So I uh, decided I was going to stop taking the sleeping tablets. Um, about the same time, I stopped taking the antibiotics. And we uh, found ourselves in a situation that I actually could sleep again normally without taking any drugs. And, uh, of course, I was feeling much better not being on antibiotics anymore. But, again, in those days, in the 70s, early 80s, I didn't know why. So fast forward to around eight years ago, when I first met Dr. Wesley at his clinic in Ludwigsburg in Germany. And uh, by that time, I was in my mid-50s and also having some difficulties sleeping. And that was one of the issues that I went to see Dr. Wesley about. And... Uh, the first question he said, well, uh, how is your microbiome? And I said, well, why? Because I'm asking you about sleep. He said, yes, well, the most important thing about sleep is your gut, your microbiome. And that was something that I didn't know. Uh, again, it's something that's coming more and more to people's knowledge these days. But uh, he said that what happens is if your gut is not working effectively, if you've got leaky gut or the wrong bacteria or the, the miscombination of bacteria, again, Antibiotics can, can cause this or many other kinds of chemical drugs. Uh, 
what happens is that your, your toxins are not being processed correctly in the gut, and that's putting extra requirements, extra stress on your liver. So then your liver, uh, which is supposed to be uh, relatively dormant during the evening, is having to work harder when you're asleep. And then if you have these toxins overloading your liver, then you'll see an outcome, which was what I was experiencing, that around uh, 2 or 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, your liver just says, okay, uh, that's it for me, I'm done, I can't handle this anymore, sends a message to your autonomous nervous system, and then your brain kicks in and you wake up. Wow, how about that? So who would have thought that insomnia could be caused by your gut? So the way that we treated it for myself was Dr. Wesley prescribed a course of probiotics, which were relevant to me. Again, a lot of what we do at Misco One Health Group is individual, so he did the testing for me. Uh, of course, it was also important to see what kind of food was good for me, and more importantly, what was not good for me. And by balancing my gut and, and, and giving myself a good chance of having a, a quality gut microbiome, then I could be more assured of getting a good night's sleep because my liver wasn't having to work overtime. And I think some of you who are listening in here may be thinking, well, gee, that's what's happening to me. I'm waking up at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, and I've only got halfway through my night's sleep, but I can't get back to sleep. And that's because your autonomous nervous system is working up on the instructions of the liver, who's giving up and saying that you must help me out here because I can't handle it anymore. So the first thing I want to say to you those of you who are suffering from poor sleep quality is come to Miskawan Health Group, check out your gut, check out your microbiome, or indeed you can go to any clinic which is well versed in this kind of uh, uh, techniques. And it involves a lot of probiotics and it also means that your general health will be much, much improved if your gut is working well. So it's a surprising part of insomnia that I didn't know about until Dr. Wesley told me himself. I'll talk a little bit about the things that uh, help you to sleep in the evening, a few things which are obvious, but perhaps not as obvious as they should be. But a couple of things that I want to I mention that, that we do prescribe, our doctors do prescribe at Miskawan Health Group for poor sleep quality. And one is progesterone, which is generally known as a woman's hormone, but we do prescribe that for both men and women. And we find that's quite a beneficial sleep therapy for many people as they're getting a little bit older in particular, to help them go to sleep. And of course, the oldest natural hormone is melatonin. And melatonin goes back to the beginning of time. We all need melatonin, and of course, it is the sleep-inducing hormone. And melatonin is exceptionally good for us, even to be taken as supplements. And most of the people who are working in MHG, including myself, most of our clients are prescribe melatonin because it's a natural occurring substance in your body, it can't hurt you, and it can only enhance your sleep. The interesting thing is that we've heard from one of our collaborators here on Koh Samui, uh, Dr. Serge, that we should take melatonin last thing at night, you turn off the light, have the melatonin and the glass of water next to your bed. When the lights are all out, then you can put the melatonin in your mouth, pop it in, Take the, a little glass of water and go to bed, go to sleep. When the lights are out, it's going to work a lot better. So one of the things that really impedes our sleep is light, and especially blue light. So blue light, where does that come from? 
anything that's electronic that's got a screen. So a television set, and in particular, those little devices that we call smartphones. So I would say to you, anybody who's suffering from a sleep deprivation, then the best thing you could possibly do, at least an hour before you're going to go to sleep, is turn off that smartphone. Ideally, turn off that TV. There should be no TV in the bedroom. The bedroom is, is basically for sleeping and lovemaking, and you should keep those smartphones out. Um, a lot of people think that the electronic signals of smartphones also disturb your sleep patterns. So when, you, when you're going to bed, do as I do, put those phones in another room, charge them in another room, and just keep them out of the bedroom. So anything to do with blue light or, or white light will, will tend to destroy the melatonin that's been built up in your body and wake you up. Try and keep your room as dark as possible, um, especially when you want to sleep. And it's, it's, a, it's a really uh, important thing that uh, once you are in bed and going to sleep, that you really want to avoid anything to do with light. The, uh, everyone has their own, their own natural remedies to, to sleep well. Some people like to put on socks. Some people like to put on gloves. Uh, whatever works for you, I would encourage that. Obviously, it's very important to uh, avoid stress before you sleep. So try and avoid having an argument with your boyfriend or your girlfriend uh, or your wife or your husband before you go to sleep. Um, that's easier said than done uh, in, in many cases, but uh, that's obviously going to interrupt your sleep pattern. The, uh, the most important thing, however, that I want to say is that if you are suffering from, from chronic insomnia or chronic sleep deprivation, it's going to have a major negative effect on your life. You're not going to be functioning as well. Those of you who are suffering from insomnia, as I did earlier, you'll know that, and it's, it's going to be something you, could need, you need to deal with. I'd encourage you to come to Miskawan Health Group in one of our five clinics globally, including Miskawan Health Group Retreat here in Koh Samui, and we can help you deal with your sleep patterns because it's quite likely it's got something to do with your gut. So thank you very much for attending today. It's been great to have you with me, and we'll be back again soon on the island here at Mr. Gawan Health Group Retreat.